Sorry ass motherfucker got nothing on me, right? Nothing. We're the stars of this piece of shit. I am Big Kev. Why do they call you Big Kev? Ooh. I am OG. Oh look, he's got a billion toys. I am PK. <laughs> I say we stay here and fight it out. OG's not actually racist against many people. There is no racial bigotry here. Here you are all equally worthless. I'm not really angry all the time. This is Kevin destroying the Toy Biz Legends box set. Fucking Why? Why? You know how I know that you're gay? How? Because you're gay and you can tell who other gay people are? Ah, curse your sudden but inevitable betrayal. I have Amigo Isis action figure. Almighty Isis. Big Kev's Geek Stuff dot you fuckers think that just because a guy reads comics he can't start some shit? I'll fucking take all you want! Well, you always keep us on our toes, PK. Yes. What 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 is this song? I I, I wouldn't know this. Oh, okay. Either if because uh, this this wasn't in my wheelhouse, but uh, oh. we got Invader Zim news. Oh, so. nice. Oh, oh, is, little, is that the theme from yeah. Invader Zim? Invader Zim theme I, music. I, I recognize that. I didn't I know what say, it was. It's, it's been forever. I think since well, how many 16 years? Sixteen years. Has it been off the air for sixteen? Thirteen years? or sixteen years? Wow. I can't remember. Wow. And only had two seasons. I think, or three oh, seasons oh, or something. A like lot that. of excited people about that one. Well, we'll it, get was, to that. it is one of those beloved cult properties, yep. I would say. Um, but yeah, we will get to that momentarily. We'll talk about all of that guy's work. Uh, but until then, this is Big Geek Stuff, uh, episode 448. We're calling this one 11 Years. Because <laughs> it is. It's, it's this, this episode would be the 11 year anniversary episode. I should have brought Eggos. I, you know, I was thinking about I some text, sort of. I text both I of saw, you that today. I saw. I was thinking of some, but I, I don't know. I, that seemed a little too on the nose. What? I don't understand. Or, or too it, on the bloody yeah, nose. It, too, That's it. it. It just, it just worked. I mean, eleven and Stranger Things eleven and this episode goes to eleven. There's some place. That, I almost texted. I almost texted PK and said, "Hey, pull that clip because we'll <laughs> use that." And the other one is uh, uh, almost famous. There you go. When she tells him. You know, that he's not 13, that he's 11, and he just screams 11 in the, 11! In the back of the car. Like, I thought I, was, I almost sent you those today. I'd be like, pull these. Well, either way, here we are, 11 yeah. years later. That's nuts. There's some people who said they've actually been listening since the beginning. It's just Booker. Yeah, I believe There's that. There's some people I believe. Booker. <laughs> Booker. Booker, I believe. Because, you know, Booker was there when it all started. So yeah. I, don't, I don't doubt that. Yeah. Hi, Booker. I've been downloading for the past 11 years. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> to help those numbers you, out. I you sort of. really listen for. You, I mean, you sort of started one. with us at the I did. very least. I did. I, mean, I did. You were there in the, in the very, very early Very days. early uh, in, the, in the humble beginnings. Yeah. Yeah. And now your run on the show is, is almost the longest, we're, I think. And that's. We're approaching right? the two year mark for me, aren't we? 
Yeah. That wouldn't be longest. No, 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 no. I mean, episode wise, what episode did you come in on? Do you remember? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Whatever was a year well, ago. Well, Mr. Fantastic made it to 100. And I think that's where it ended. Is, and actually, technically, he didn't even make it to 100. Yeah, I was going to say, like... Did, he made it to probably in the late 80s. I thought, it, I thought honestly, it went higher than 100, but I guess No, not. because I'll tell you why. Because the 100th episode was a live episode in that studio in Hoboken. But Was that the 100th episode? Yeah, we had the 100th episode there. Oh. There. Oh. We had the 200th episode at the, at the place the in museum. Nutley, right? The museum. The, the, the the other one we can't talk about. Live studio audience. <laughs> right. That was 200. Right. And 300. Th- three we can't talk about, though. I didn't, we're not talking about <laughs> it. I'm just saying it. No, there uh, was a thing. And then four we kind of just had here. He was here for four. Yep. Yeah. So, but, I, but, but, but if he's been here over <laughs> two years, he is probably either at or rapidly approaching Mr. Fantastic. You know, Mr. Uh, Fantastic close, probably. would you, you have know, been the other high. Well, what about Scapegoat was here for a while? Did he make two years? I think he I was less than two, two years. years. I think he was less than two years. Okay. Hmm. I'm just, either, way, either way. Either monitor. way. Monitor. Well, monitor lasted about. <laughs> monitor lasted a long time. What about Just Mike? Just Mike didn't last two years. No. I don't even think Just Mike lasted a year. Let's see. And then there was. <laughs> there was a plethora Mike of us, other. Mike of us prime. Yeah. They, there was like the mayor. A minute. The, uh, not, not smack the mayor. No. The, the one that became the mayor. Triple B. Triple B. Yeah. Yep. He was around for a while. There was other. There were other people that sat in that chair and and pushed buttons for a bit. I think. Well, I think that's all of there. them. Let's um, let's establish that number so I know what it takes to break the record. All right, and I'm prepared for for how much longer I have right. before I can quit. Before you quit, you yeah. might have already broken it, so you might be all right, you know, perfect. You're on. You're on borrowed I, time. Uh, maybe. I tentatively quit now. Though. All right, fair enough. All right, <laughs> Bar- <laughs> barring the episode number. <laughs> You know what I thought was just funny about what you were just saying? Uh, Just uh, staying on the 11th anniversary thing for just another minute. Um, Is the way that you just rattled off like, well, let's see. The first 100 was this, and the second 100 was that, and then 300, and then 400. It's just like, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, he's just chalking those off like, (laughs) eh. And like most, meanwhile, most podcasts get to 60, and they're like, they're ready to throw a stadium party that they made that long. Meanwhile, we're at like 400. We're almost 450, aren't we? What is this? What number Just is this? 448. 448. Two so away from two, 450. No, not two weeks. Are, are you guys doing a show We're not doing week? a show next week. Okay, so in three weeks. Right. We'll, we'll hit, hit the 450th yeah. episode. Most podcasts hit 50, and they're like, <laughs> oh, my God. We, th- we've been doing this such a long time. Oh, yeah. my God. And it's like, I, I just, not, I just not, think it's funny. I'm not tossing them off like. In a negative fashion. No, but no, no. We've hit, we've hit all of those milestones. No, I know that. And, no, no, no. I didn't mean to. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I no, didn't no, mean I to know. imply it was negative. No, no, no. But what I meant it was just like it, it's just so yeah. we're just at the point now where we're just like, yeah. So four hundred. Yeah. Well, I, I read that more like a. It, it's like a chalking them off with the, with a little like you know breath on the on the fingernails. Yeah. yeah. Well, Wipe it on the on the lapel. I was thinking eh. like, and then four hundred was. At the, we've know. been doing this longer than most people's favorite TV shows ran. Unless you're, uh, unless you're the Simpsons, I was about to say, unless you're Uncle Eric, yeah, yeah the Simpsons, mm. right? But I mean, but like other really beloved like cult shows, like Buffy had seven seasons, right? You know, um, uh, the other show had a season. Uh, Star Trek: Next Generation, I think, yeah. had nine, nine, right? Um, We've lasted longer than Lost, but we're yeah. more convoluted. So, it's, so that's a only, only no. slightly. No, uh, we're all alive. We are all alive. <laughs> 
That's or, right. or are we? Um, but, uh, but yeah, but I mean, there are a lot of beloved shows that make, you know, 10 seasons, you know, nine seasons. I mean, I guess technically 11 years. Is this our 11th season? I, I what's, guess. What's hysterical that about that is if you do it that way. Right. We're, we've been on longer than all of those shows. All of those yeah, shows. Yeah, yeah. Because they do like, if they do 10 episodes, like we're like, we're almost doing like Survivor seasons. Right. Where they have two a year. Survivor, every time they go, it's like the 27th yeah. season of Survivor. And mm. I'm like, wait, no, that's, you know, but it's two and, per year. And every now and again, a newbie listener will be like, I don't understand how you guys have been doing this for 11 years, but you're only at 448 days, yeah, 52 only. weeks in a year, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I'm like, well, there's a lot of episodes that we have put up that we didn't number. We lost eight months to a computer one year. Flood. <laughs> the theft. flood, theft. I mean, not, I don't Vacations, think we lost. Actually, holidays. I don't even think it was eight months. I think we lost seven six months. months. I think it was like six. I it was, it was six or seven. It was oh, somewhere in that ballpark. Right. But, but I mean, we've had some stuff that we've, you know, barreled through. We almost packed and, it in. And, and, well, yeah. In that seven months. And it was close. It was close. It was, if we didn't get the money, it some, was gone. It some, was done. Some peeps were raising money. <laughs> so, <laughs> but uh, but here we are, 11 years later. Thank you to new listeners, old listeners. You know, if you're just discovered. Some guy today, uh, I guess it was today or yesterday, tweeted that. On Twitter, uh, yeah. Yeah, he, he, you know, he just discovered us and now he's yeah. addicted. And, yeah, I responded to him. Yeah, I saw. Nice. Um, did, so, Did you see what the tweet was? I did not. No, it said, I been on Twitter it, it was it was to OG, and it said, "Hey, uh, you know, I I just finished listening to uh, OG's uh, uh, Fly By Night show, and uh, it's Eric Nagel, yeah, and that <laughs> that one, and and he goes, well, now I want to listen to Big Kev's Geek stuff. I have to listen to all the old episodes. I have a long way to go, and so on. So it was fun, and I and I my my response was, yeah, the original is always the best. <laughs> mm-hmm. So can't go wrong with that. You so and you is. and your reboot." Yeah, reimagining that show is a spinoff. That show is a different beast altogether. Is it? It is very <laughs> do, different. Do we really it, want to get in this? Yeah, if you want to. No, I don't. Want to. <laughs> we talk about a lot of things that we would never talk about on this show. No problem. So, Not, just, but, just let it go. But uh, but anyway, here no we PK, are. no PK. Ah. Don't don't start. Ah. I, I know you want to, but don't start. But, we want to move this in in the in the right direction. They can check it out for themselves if they want. Uh, but here we are with episode 448. We're calling it 11 or 11 so years. Is it hysterical birthday? to watch him walk on a tight wire like that? I am confident in the differences between the two shows. Yes, one has beer. That's so let's right. move on. <laughs> um, uh, we've never had an astronaut on this show. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Nobody. Nope. No, there's like 17 responses. I'm like, nope, 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 nope. But it's safe nope, to say, it's safe to say, this mic is handled by a space cadet. So, so there we're you close. go. There you go. All right, let's move on. So there's a lot of shit in the news this week, and 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 a couple of nuggets of good things. Okay. Um, do you want to just go through the, the well, nuggets wait, wait. are good things, but the rest is shit. Yeah, the rest which is isn't nuggets. Which is they're gold nuggets, and not poo nuggets. I see. You feel me? You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel. Mm. All right, let's let's move on with the news. Though. Since we started the show off with Invader Zim and that and that lovely song, uh-huh. let's talk about that news. Uh, Nickelodeon has announced that they have an all new ninety minute Invader Zim uh, TV movie coming on board. It's been officially lit. Um, creator Yonan Vasquez. I don't know if he's involved. Is he involved? It says right there from the original. Oh yeah, original from the original creator, creator Yonan Vasquez. Vasquez. Yeah, so. Invader Zim is a beloved property that lasted about two years. 
Um, but it's it's got like a it really, really only strong. Two years? I think it was two years. Yeah. Wow, I thought it was longer than that. Um, but it's got a huge cult following it, still to this day. It was the huge... Rick and Morty of its day. Uh, a bit. It was a bit. Um, and Yonan Vasquez had a had a quite had quite the cult following as well, which I think helped it. It preceded Invaders. It did uh, with Johnny the Homicidal Maniac, amongst other things. Lenore Squee. No, not Lenore. Oh, Lenore was not Lenore him. Lenore is not him. Squee was him. Squee is him. Right. Who did Lenore? Uh, was that part of the woman. same world though? No, no, no. Oh, no, I thought it was no. all part of it. It just family. looks similar. All right. Um, Happy Noodle Boy. Right. No, yeah. That was that was in one of those either yeah, Squee yeah. or Johnny. Uh yeah, he did a bunch of things like that. But he didn't do very much, I think is the point that we should no, make here. No. Like there is not a lot of Yonin Vasquez floating around like in the world. There's not like volumes of his work. There might be two. Yeah. And that's it. I Just think like Johnny has been in. collected. I know Squee has been collected. Johnny's been collected and reprinted about 60 times. Yeah, exactly. But there's nothing else. Yeah. Like, he just stopped. Like, I don't even know what the guy does now. It might be interesting to find out. But he, I feel like he has con appearances all the time. So he must have something that he's doing. Really? Yeah. I haven't seen him. Recently, I've seen him on con well, list. Maybe he's coming so, back. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't. I, there must be something going on in the background that we're just not familiar with. Maybe I, I say, don't know. I say cancer, but I'm a, I'm a, but I'm excited about that. I liked Jeez. Invader Zim for what? what? It was. I like Johnny. <laughs> I liked Invader Zim, so I'm I'm excited to see what else he's got going on. It's entirely possible that the guy was sick and then he took some time off to get better. I don't. I, don't, I mean, it is possible, but I don't know that we should should say that. I didn't say it was a fact. I said it's, I, allegedly it's a thing that could be could have happened. Yeah, I feel you. Um, since you brought up Rick and Morty, <laughs> yeah, we can get into that. Nine more seasons, Morty. Mm. Ninety-seven more episodes, Morty. What a great episode! It was amazing. So good. What it was it, amazing. And, Worth and, every bit of the wait. I, and, I was about to say, and it really just nails how. How deep that show really gets. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, that show is... A lot of people look at that show and only see the surface of the show. They don't really... Under, like, I was talking to someone this week that didn't realize, like, how actually... Like, the kinds of topics that they actually try to conquer. And right. so I shared this video with him that I had seen on YouTube. And it was kind of like how Rick and Morty, how Rick really kind of explains the meaning of life and, and existence. And it talks about... You know, spoiler alert, I guess. But it talks about the episode where Rick tries to commit suicide at the end of the episode. And right. it's a really deep, like, emotionally driven episode. And, like, it tackles a lot of shit, that show. Yeah. Um, it is a, it is a extremely layered. And uh, and what, I, what I'm floored by with, with this last episode, this premiere that just hit over this weekend is... Is what it does as far as the the universe itself is concerned. Oh my god! Uh, and for one thing, I, and I'm gonna pick your brains a little bit, but it it almost seems like with this premiere episode, they have put to bed that fan theory that we shifted to a different Rick and Morty during the course of uh, one of the episodes in the last season. Have you heard this fan theory? But, at all? I've but, I've heard the theory that I've heard the theory that starting with the Cronenberg episode. Where that, they bury themselves, right? right? Isn't that the Cronenberg episode? Yes, yeah. at the end of the Cronenberg episode. That, they, yeah. that, that the original Rick and Mortys were the ones that were buried, which is true, right? Isn't that true? So that we didn't well, really shift. Didn't, didn't they say in this episode, didn't Morty say that he was from the feral? Yeah, he says he's, he's from, from the Cronenberg. They're from the Cronenberg right. universe. That that world was destroyed, and he and Rick, who, right. are, who are the original Rick that we've been following right. along, 
left that one, right. found another reality where oh, right. Rick and That's Morty right. were about to die. You're right. They died. They swooped in, buried those already dead bodies, and took over in so that we're, Right. We're in a separate realm. reality from where we started. Correct. Okay. So we're in a separate reality from where we started, but, and we've been following the same Rick and Morty all along. There was a – or there is a fan theory – that uh, in the Morty Night Run episode, which is the Jerry in the Daycare Center episode, right. at the end of that, we picked up and actually started following a different Rick and Morty from that point on. And it, and it was a way to explain um, uh, uh, Mr. Poopy Butthole. Right, right. And where he came from and him being real and all that. Uh, well, this, that's because this is a different Rick and Morty, and it's been a running fan theory. That's interesting. But now, in this recent episode, in the, in the premiere, Morty addresses the 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 buried Rick and Morty in the back and so yep. on and so forth, which is something that happened prior to Morty Night Run. So, so to me, I think that effectively puts to I think, bed that I fan think theory. Right. But now, how the fuck do you explain Mr. Poopy Butthole I think uh, in all of this weird, as well? Different universe. Just a weird parallel something. I don't know. So very interesting. The the way they're layering all this is, uh, is blowing my mind. And I, I really – I would love to be in the writer's room – I want one look at the whatever whiteboard they yeah. have or flowchart or uh, uh, book or whatever they're using to keep track of everywhere they are at in the universe and what's crossed over to where. And, it looks and just like the Doc Brown chalkboard. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, well, it's got to be a nightmare to keep this all straight. Dan Harmon and Justin Roiland are just – they're just geniuses oh, yeah. when it comes to writing the show, oh, at yeah. minimum when it comes to writing the show. And, I, you know, I just um, – there's just so much that happened in this episode, but here's the thing. So this episode, they dropped it on April 1st, right? And mm-hmm. it was, it was, I think they were planning on it anyway, but it was kind of over a Twitter thing. Some guy was kind of busting Dan Harmon's balls a bit. Yeah. And he was like, all right, here it is, fucker. And it went on 24 hour loop, but it hasn't aired on TV. It's not nope. available on demand. It's no longer, it, you can't actually get it anymore I unless heard- you catch it. They they're streaming the stream. Yeah, they're streaming the every show back to back, and then and then topping off the stream with the the newest episode, right. and then they start the cycle all over right. again. But so we, you got to time it just right. Know. Right, you have to time it. We still don't know when the season fully returns, though. It's I not summer. next. Oh, is it summer? It okay. is summer. It's coming back yeah. this summer. No okay. date yet, but it is coming back. I this thought summer. the episode aired that night. No, never hit television. Okay, and it was on loop just on on adultswim.com. The thing that I thought was funny was. On the adult uh, on the Adult Swim website, they put up a link and said uh, something like "Click this, Happy April Fool's Day," and nobody was clicking it. Right, like for like half the day, nobody was clicking it. <laughs> and I think when the Twitter thing happened, yeah. I think that's when people were like, "Wait a second. And then all of a sudden, their it website exploded. If the it was almost a trending topic. Holy shit! It's not a joke. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised that it's not a joke wasn't trending <laughs> with the amount of tweets that I saw. Yeah. In all caps, no less. And now, of course, everybody wants the goddamn Szechuan sauce. Yeah. Yeah, even so that a bunch of people have tweeted at McDonald's, including the Rick and Morty yeah. Twitter, and McDonald's has responded at least three or four tweets. Yeah, so, the, the guy who is like the head chef. He's one of them. Yeah. Right, from McDonald's was like, uh, we'll see what we can do, I yeah. think was his response. That sauce is absolutely coming back. Which yeah. is, here's, absolutely. Here's what's hysterical. The fact that we just said McDonald's has a head chef. Yeah, I know. Mm. Really? I know. <laughs> what's what's a head chef at McDonald's do? Comes up with their recipes. What recipes? Uh, I don't know if he's the dude that All right, hold if on, he's hold the on. dude that invented the McRib, hold, bless him. Hold on. Mm. Well, he is and he's a younger guy. <laughs> All right, hold on, hold on. Let's take the McGriddle. <laughs> 
and put chicken in the middle of it. It's like chicken and waffles. I'm listening. That's a thing. Yeah. It just came out. It's like two bucks. All right. Oh, Jesus. Chicken See? and griddles. I'm not even making that up. I, and I might eat that. I, so I had, you you'd only eat one. I boasted <laughs> yeah. this before. I have not set foot in a McDonald's in, uh, since at least 2013. Yeah. Uh, so uh, you, uh, Are you regular? What's that? Are you regular? There's nothing regular about me. No, like <laughs> about your, your, your movements? Uh, your BMs, regular... he's asking. No, I, I get up, yeah. I get my steps in every uh, every <laughs> okay. you know, hour or so. Then uh, I, so would, my I, is I wouldn't, I wouldn't go back to McDonald's. <laughs> uh, but I, I haven't set foot since yeah. 2013. I do eat Burger King once but, in a while. But these too. The the farewell, the the end of the yeah. of the Szechuan sauce. I mean that that almost brought a tear to my eye. Yeah, because I think that for me that was the original. I put that shit on everything. <laughs> it was good. And it's and, it, and there is no doubt in my mind that that's going to come back. And the day it's and, back. Uh, and there's I will, easily I will be in a McDonald's. There's easily half a dozen or more already on eBay that you can go buy. So that they have to be. So here's the thing: a couple of people have said, right? So a couple of people have said, uh, a couple of people have said to me, like, "What are the odds? What are the chances?" And I I opened up a drawer in my kitchen that has a Ziploc bag, and in said Ziploc bag is just years of spicy mustard and. Duck sauce, nah, and the, the soy sauce, and packets. the soy sauce packets, and there is even Taco there, Bell there fire even, sauce. I'm not gonna lie, the fire sauce. There was even a sweet and sour in there. Do you even? So do you, I don't know how old. That that fire is. sauce is good for cleaning copper, by the way. I'm, no, I'm not even. It. I'm not Are even joking. I am not even joking. Do you remember? I like, I like the Taco Bell. Do you Bell. remember at 26 Mill Street? We used to have those containers yeah. filled with sauce. Filled with sauce. Yeah. So I have no doubt that somebody packets, somewhere had the had this stuff. I don't doubt it. And now there's. Now there's a reason to do something with it. We have a That's friend of the show is. whose name what I is won't that mention. Going for on eBay, um, there was one up for ninety thousand dollars. Yeah, but, no, but I've I've seen them selling. <laughs> I've seen them selling for the tens of dollars. I think that not a lot. Why would you do that? Because you're a moron. Oh, there, there's a guy on. I follow. There's an artist I follow on um, on Instagram. Boss Logic. He's he's a very well known artist on Instagram. But he did a he did a painting the next day i'd rather <laughs> buy the painting or a print of the painting i think is funnier sure. than actually buying an actual rancid pack it's 20 it's 20 years almost yeah uh, now next who's, year who's gonna 20. have the first youtube video of of opening one of these things and eating one of these 20 year old sauces and dying and di- live on, on dying on facebook live it's gonna be the ghost of the girl that just choked and died on the pancakes because that's the only one who's brave enough first of all wait what <laughs> First of all, you haven't heard this story. I, I haven't. I got to. I got to look that you. up later. First of all, first of all, <laughs> oh, there's nothing natural in there to begin with. Sure, fair so enough. So it probably never true. goes bad. Probably. Uh, now I'm not saying I'm going to rip one open and eat it from 1998. You. But that said, a Twinkie, 25 year shelf life. Tell them about the Twinkie, Big Kev. We're only we're only at 20, <laughs> and this is just sauce. It's probably yeah, just but... oil and shit. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's probably just oil and shit. Like I, I don't know. I don't they, know. They, Twenty pulled... years is a long time. No, and but it, they and, pulled... and, and, I mean the the, the plastic that like the no, the plastic got to degrade a little no, bit yeah. and leach all no, that I, shit in there I, too. I, I like... get you, but you know, like oh. they pulled fucking clay pots out of the ground in Egypt with fucking oil and olives in that they said were totally edible, and that's like three thousand years old. Yeah, yeah, but that's they were like. Preserved after the volcano swept yeah. it all in. You know what they were preserved in? Szechuan sauce yeah, from McDonald's. Fucking chemicals. Fucking chemicals. Yeah. No, there was a there was a girl. I mean, it's actually a tragic story, but there was a, some sort of pancake eating contest at some college. I think in New Jersey <laughs> oh, this past weekend. Oh come on! And the 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 girl died. She choked. 
was taken to the hospital and died, choking out a pancake. Well, which, they which they couldn't hemlock first? remove her on the spot? Huh? It was an event, right? They couldn't hemlock remover her I, on the I, spot? I guess not. Hemlock maneuver? The, the yeah, hemlock yeah. remover. I don't <laughs> believe that's Hutcha, thing. hutcha, hutcha. Pancake. Lobster. Exactly. <laughs> hutcha, hutcha, hutcha. Lobster. <laughs> For those of you who get that reference, you're welcome. All right. Let's move on. Well remembered. All right. Uh, let's talk about... Uh, well, let's talk about the defense. Wait, wait, oh, wait. Oh, no, go ahead. F- just a quick hat, uh, hat yeah. tip. Fillion. Oh yeah! Early, early running for best guest, best cameo uh, of this season, definitely, yeah. and possibly of the run of Rick and Morty yes. so far. Amazing, fantastic! He does good voice work. I'm yes. not gonna lie. Yes, he, he does. He did. He did some great voice work on Gravity Falls, also. Um, so uh, yeah, I, I, I en- we enjoy the Fillion. We'll talk about him more later. Yep. Um, since we did some good stuff, let's talk about some shit, and then we'll go back to some good stuff. Uh, Transformers story. There are fourteen outlined Transformers stories currently floating around. <laughs> but now it has been clarified that this me- does not mean that there are fourteen movies planned. It just means that there are there are fourteen, you know. Things they could do. Things they could do. Yeah, because this is Michael Bay's last. This is one, his last film. Last that's night. actually that's actually maybe a good thing. It's his last Transformers film, or his last Transformers. It's his last Transformers film. He's I, done honestly, with the franchise. I don't this. think they could. I don't think that they can fix this franchise. In my opinion, they could reboot it. Could they? everybody is, else is? Is that one of franchises? the fourteen? Everybody, <laughs> yes. everybody else is rebooting it. Sure, you know what you could do? You could well with this last night thing, they could kind of rewrite history or rewrite time. I don't know. Isn't it an isn't it some sort of weird olden thing? Yeah, I love that you think that I, I would fucking know what a Michael Bay Transformers I, I, plot is. I've seen them all. <laughs> I've seen them all so far. Hey, In the theater. Hey, look, that's time you'll never get back. Yeah, Just I, put it that way. I'd rather watch a Transformers movie than The Walking Dead. Just Okay. We're gonna go that way? We don't have to, but where is that? We we could. Yeah, there is that because there's so much better than The Walking Dead. You're insane. Look, all, all all I'm saying is I have no horse in this race. I have no opinion about on Walking this matter Dead. because I've, I I haven't watched it since three three I think yeah three Walking Dead yeah, yeah. I, I punched out but, season two or but season three. I, I, so I honestly I don't follow it right when it comes up I you know I, I glance at the headline yeah. something big happens but I knew that the finale was this weekend because the bitching started Everybody's I'm not saying the bitching is right. I'm just saying the bitching started within minutes of the episode ending. I, I just there, I, like, I, the, the, there's nothing but complaining about Walking Dead. The idea Always. that I, it, the idea I, that it's anticlimactic when the entire second half of the season was building towards this episode. One, number two, the way that they executed the episode was amazing. Like mm. again, these are my opinions. Sure. I understand people have other opinions. I just don't understand where the opinions come from. But what I have noticed is, ask a person who said that they didn't like The Walking Dead. Uh, season finale or, or, or the overall right. season and and ask them what they would have preferred. They, they don't have an there's, answer. There's never an answer for that. Yeah, no, no, I've like, asked that before when I was still up. involved with it. And shut up. And you don't have an answer. I, I should be clear because you might be in the same boat that I am. I, I speak nothing about the quality of Walking Dead. I speak nothing about the fandom of Walking Dead. It, I, it, I lost interest in it. It's not for me. I want I but, and I gave it up, but, but uh, it's just it's just off my radar. Yeah. I it's I, it Correct. could be great, but I'm just I'm just not interested. And, and I but it I lost, lost interest me. in it. I lost interest in it. I didn't just wake up one morning and decide I wanted to stop watching The Walking Dead. I lost interest in it because I really didn't like the show. Like yeah. I legitimately it, it just too much time didn't like where they were for... going, and I 
It wasn't worth the characters the I weren't interested in. So, you know, it just yeah. didn't. It didn't hit me. So so, but the it's the, gone. the it, on, on the flip did, side, did, yeah, it's one of my favorite shows. So there you go. The, some I think some of the best characters and characterization and character development ever in a show that is. You know, and this is the problem I think most people have with the show. And I'm not saying it's a problem that you guys have with yeah. the show. I'm saying other people is like, well, they're like, well, where are the zombies? And the reason people are upset at this episode was because there was literally one zombie in the episode. Mm. And this is only one of two episodes that have only featured one zombie. But see, hmm. see, so for me personally, I know you said this wasn't me, but for me, the thing I, the thing I, not the thing I liked least, but the thing I cared about least when I was reading The Walking Dead even, and when I started watching it to a certain degree, was that I liked that it wasn't just a zombie story. I right. liked that it was yeah. much more than that. Right. And it's, so it, the lack not, of the zombie, yeah. would that wouldn't bother me. What bothered me was just, I, I just felt like it, everything just dragged on forever. Yep, and yeah. agreed. And agreed. It's a character-driven season, drama in a, in a post-apocalyptic, a post-apocalyptic setting. Yeah, absolutely. The zombies are secondary to, to that Dynamic, right. and they did themselves no great service looking for Carol's daughter, which is what lost the both of you. I think, right? I didn't even get that. No, I no no half of that season where they were looking for Carol's daughter. For me, the breaking point was just the anticlimactic governor finale. Oh, you were that far? That's I'm, a little I, further. Than I made it to the. I made it to. I made it to the episode where. They had been teasing for weeks that they were going to do battle with the governor, and at then the, the episode aired, and the governor drives away at the end of the episode in a truck. The first battle mm-hmm. at the prison. I guess that's what that was. Okay, yeah. That was season three. Yeah. I'm pretty positive it was season that three. That was not the end of the governor. Oh, I know, I know. He was yeah. back for season four. Yeah. They finished him in season four, yeah. didn't they? Yeah. And it was much. It was a much more satisfying ending. Conclusion, yeah. yeah. So, anyway. So, The Walking Dead came and gone. Um, according to reports... Uh, the ratings for the season finale were the lowest they've been in several seasons. Mm. However, um, but it's fair to note, even though the, the ratings have yeah. been lower, uh, they're still higher than everything else. Sure. Right. Sure. So, so I think a, that's, a, some that's people not are a focusing. Yeah, no, yeah, not at no, all. No, I think some people are focusing on that. Fact, oh, ratings yeah. are lower. Right. Even their lower ratings are higher than everything yes. else. Yes. AMC is so, not going to mess with that. No. Show. They'll keep it until it's until it's done. Right. 97, 97 more episodes. Nine, nine, more, <laughs> nine more seasons. Nine more um, seasons. While we're talking about AMC, we got our first trailer for season two of The Preacher. Now this I can get behind. This uh, This past week. It was a great trailer. It was a very funny trailer. Um, just a bit of chaos and, and insanity, yep. and Cassidy steals the show. Yep. But Cassidy is supposed to steal the show. Yep. That that's that's his job. It was in the book, and it is on the show, and he does it in the trailer. Jesus. Trailer doesn't give us a lot. It gives us enough, but it doesn't give us a it's lot. It's just a glimmer to, to yeah. into uh, what I can only expect will be utter madness. Mayhem. And anybody yeah. who is who has never read the books, who kind of fought their way through that first season to try and understand what this world is all about, and thought the first season was batshit insane, <laughs> yeah. Uh, look out because it's, season it's two only is actually, off the chain season, entirely now. And season two is supposed to tie in back to the books where season yes. one was really like a prequel and a departure. It, yeah. There was a bit of departure. It was the, they had it to, they had to put them in Anvil. You had yeah. to get established the characters and listen, they had to answer. They had, they had to stay within a certain budget on sure. what's, what was something that was clearly majorly experimental yeah. and a, and a dice roll and a major risk. They had to play it safe and keep the budget simple. Yeah. We're just going to do one location. <laughs> right. If it's, if it's good and we get greenlit, then we can get a little fucking nutty. Yeah. 
Um, so I, I'm I am looking so forward to season two. That's a uh, June something, right? June twenty. Uh, yes. Did I see? Yeah. yeah. So I'm I'm very very excited for that. They also teased Robert Kirkman's new show where he's going to be talking about the comic book industry. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. Oh, little, yeah. It was a little thing. Yeah, it was Robert Kirkman. Uh, some show. I can't remember what it's called. It's not uh, Invincible, is it? No, no, no. No, it's no, no. Just We're like going to talk about talk that. show that's talking about the comic book oh, I, I'm sorry. I misheard. My you. guess would be it's going to run in the slot where comic book men, when comic book men is off. Okay. That's what I think. Comic book men is coming back, I think. No, they're in the middle of the season. Are they in the middle now. of the season yeah. right now? Okay. Uh, and then also Chris Hardwick on Talking Dead yes. teased the fact that he also has a new show called, I think it's called like Talking With. Yeah. And he's going to have, like, his first guest is, like, Elijah Wood. And he's just going to be talking to different people in the different industry? industries about their stuff. Look, so. I mean, whatever your feelings on Chris Hardwick may or may not. I actually like Chris Hardwick. Um, I do. I like Talking Dead. Um, I don't like his game show. I think it's stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Chris Hardwick was one of the only good things to really come out of G4, I, th- I think. What about Olivia? Exactly. Uh. Um, but look, since you brought up Robert Kirkman, let's talk about Invincible. Um, Invincible has been greenlit as a film that's going to move forward with the team behind Preacher. Funnily enough, um, I am okay with this. Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg are going to write and direct Robert Kirkman's Invincible. Now, admittedly, I have not read Invincible in a really long time. I think I read the first. Still a terrific book. Four or five trades. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I quit cold turkey with books in general, Invincible obviously just kind of died in that fire. And I haven't repicked it up yet. Uh, although I, I may. I mean, I don't, I don't know where they are trade-wise at this point. I don't know what volume they're on at this point. But um, but I liked Invincible. I liked the concept. I liked the characters. Um, I like Rogan and Goldberg. So I'm okay with this. I know you have different opinions. You yeah, might as well my say opinion it. can be summed up in two words: Green yeah. Hornet. That's one right. movie, though. That's one movie. That's one movie. Okay, and and under their belt since then is this is the end and and a whole season of Preacher. Yes, and so, and Sausage Party, and which, Sausage as, Party which, which as ridiculous as it was, I really kind of like. What Absolutely. a dividing movie that is, though. <laughs> it's it is it is reviled in, in film Twitter. <laughs> it's yeah. kind of hilarious. That's fine. It's oh boy. Uh, okay, so let's let's break that down. Yes, Preacher was a really good job done by them. Absolutely yes. true. Uh, Sausage Party and This is the End, both their original uh, uh, creations. Right. So not taking the work of somebody else and then transferring it into film. Uh, so my concern comes with the fact that the last licensed property that they developed for a motion picture was Green Hornet. Fair. And it was considered one of the worst movies in the genre ever made i i think i think there were a lot of lessons learned yeah it happens i i I think i also think invincible is not a comedy Mm, it's light it's not Mm, it has some pretty light moments my recollection it had some pretty light moments all righty i i didn't think so i don't think preacher is necessarily a comedy either but it clearly is a comedy no. There's so much stuff in there that's funny. Uh, but it's but it's not a it's not a haha comedy. It's not a sausage it's, party comedy. It's it is not a, a this is I'm the not, end comedy. I'm not saying it's it either is an, one of it those. Is a, a, it's a, a dark comedy. Dark comedy, it's a, a dark black adventure comedy. Yes. something. I don't, I don't know. see Invincible as that. Okay. That's, that's hard all. to it's really hard to classify Preacher at yeah, all because there yeah. are some and, devastating moments and Green in, throughout the run of Preacher. Was also not a comedy until they got a hold of it and made it ridiculous. So 
that's that's where my concern comes from. Well, I, I hope it's great. Don't get me. I'm, I'm a huge fan of Invincible. I like OG. Have been reading it for a long time. I read the oversized right it's the hardcovers so uh i mean so I, i'm a fan so, so i, I have concerns the article that i'm reading said rogan and goldberg made their feature debut with 2013's this is the end but wasn't green hornet before that when was green hornet green hornet uh, was, before so. that. was definitely before that yeah so how is that their feature debut did they direct this is the end and they did not direct green hornet no, they, Green Hornet was, they did not direct Green Gondry Hornet. Gondry was they Green wrote, Hornet. They wrote Green Hornet. But they directed okay, so, the end. Okay, so this is their... Well, there we go. Okay. Yeah. All right, so so there you go. So if they're writing and directing Invincible, it makes sense. Okay. All right, let's move on to some other stuff. The Defenders. Um, so I finished Iron Fist this past week. Um, I, I understand a lot of the criticism mm-hmm. that Iron Fist has gotten. I still think that the problem with a lot of the criticism outside of the stuff that I think was a bunch of hogwash, a bunch of silliness, um, I really think part of the problem was that you don't get a firm grasp or understanding of the series in just those first six episodes. Mm. You don't really learn enough about Danny in those fir- Danny Rand in right. those first six episodes. But by the time you're done with the series... It's it's. Re- I think a lot of people expected a lot more out of Iron Fist, m- the character of Iron Fist, right. and and really where when it ends, you're like, no, but this is really like an origin story, and you really learn that Danny didn't complete his training, and Danny doesn't know how to use all of his abilities, and so this limits him, and this causes him struggle and turmoil, and by the end of the season, he's still not there. Right. But he's way further along than he was at the beginning of the season. Okay. Just think about it as Doctor Strange. But you know that part between he gets to Tibet and he's the master of sorcery? Yeah. Instead of that being like 20-minute montage, yeah. it's a few seasons. Right. It was 10 go. episodes yeah. is, is what it was. Yeah. Um, but, but he's still not there. But Right. But But that being said, I think by the time it ends, by the time it ends, it's in a really good spot. For a follow-up series, which I don't think is going to end up happening, unfortunately. Um, but at minimum... You don't think a, he'll get a season two? I mean, maybe. But the but I think I think the people ruined the chances at a season two yeah. for Iron Fist, to be honest with you. Um, but that being said, it's also a great setup for the Defenders. Cool. It's, it's, and, and the little nods to the other characters... Throughout the series, like uh, Joy Meacham, uh, who is one of the females in the series, you know, at one point in the series, you know, she gets ousted from Rand Industries and she's trying to get the company back. And she's like, she's like, yeah, uh, you know, she has all this illicit material on all the board members. And she makes a comment about, yeah, I hired a PI at one point. She was really good when she wasn't drinking, which is clearly a tie in to um, uh, Jessica Jones. And Claire makes references. Claire, who's the linchpin in all of these series, makes references to Matt Murdock and and to Luke Cage. And there are other little nuggets here and there and and, and little things like that. And by the end of this season, by the way, she is badass. Like fighting wise, she has been. Yeah. Yeah. She spends the whole season training with Colleen, uh, with Colleen, the female uh, 
the female lead in Iron Fist. So it's, I thought it was really good. I think it's worth watching. Um, it's going to be, it's a little tedious at times. Right. I'm, I'm not going to lie and say it was, it was easy to get through all 13 episodes, but I think by the time you're done with it, you'll be happier having sat through it than just trying to write it off. Right. And just skip to the defenders. That being said, we got a defenders teaser um, and a release date. Um, it was a, teaser teaser and it was yeah, a funny teaser yeah it's amusing but literally yeah. nothing it's I, I think uh, the biggest thing about the teaser was the reveal of the, just the date was the reveal of the date yep. um it's the four of them in an elevator clearly they're on their way to some sort of fight and it's just floor by floor ding by ding and the you know and the uh the article would have us believe that it's one of the hallway fights Right. But the four of them participating in it. Correct. Which is going to be really Jesus. interesting to see. Um, and also, as part of, uh, they also released um, like a viral marketing website um, that has all of these like interviews with, with people talking about Rand Industries. There's a link to a website to Colleen's Dojo if you want to sign up for classes. <laughs> there's some like fake news stories about all four characters and so there's some there's some stuff that they're doing but we're getting it uh this august it's what eight august or, uh, yeah. 18th 2017 yeah, 2017 so just a few months i mean that's only a handful of months away i don't don't, get don't rush that though slow down you want to take this you know, let's go easy with this weather all right i like the weather i'm just saying i don't want to rush it um also uh in an interview this week uh um, it was announced that Daredevil season three begins filming this year. Charlie Cox made that announcement that uh, later this year he's going to go back and start filming. Oh, geez, said Cox. Thrill. <laughs> season three of uh, of Daredevil. So, oh, geez, said Cox. So damn. there we go. What do we got? We got like I think we got three more things that we got to hit before we can take a break. Wow! Whoa! 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 You kind of just glanced over Four that more thing. Charlie Cox thing. But Charlie Cox keeps getting in trouble for saying that he wants Bullseye. As the villain that season. Yeah, well, he should get Bullseye as the villain that season. I don't disagree with you, but no. he says he keeps getting in trouble for bringing it up. He gets in trouble, and I think mainly with Deborah Ann Wall, who's like, dude, don't, and, and, don't and, you rush and, me. And what's her name, who plays Electra, uh-huh. also should be shaking about that decision <laughs> as well. Yeah, I, I know. I know. I think Electra gets handled in Defenders, though. I think Electra's the big bad, or one of the big bads in the You Defenders. think so? Yeah, Absolutely. After season two of Daredevil, the hand has Elektra, and they're clearly bringing her back to life. They're going to bring her back to life brainwashed. Yeah. And she's going to be in some way, shape, or form fighting for the hand, at least for the entire season or most of it. That's what I think. Um, So there's that. Wow, we have actually a lot to do. We need a break. Ah. Do we want to save some news? But we have a ton of product though. Let's 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 try to let's try to power on a little. You're bit You're the longer. one that's always like we need to I take know, but our let's, break. Let's try to power we need on. To our let's show. power on. We power can, through. Plow we through. Could, we could skip. We could skip two of these things. So let's do the two we can't skip. Joss Whedon has been confirmed to direct the Batgirl movie for oh, Warner that one. Brothers. We couldn't skip. No. Why would you skip that one? That's a big one. I'm kidding. Oh, um, it's a big one and it's telling and it's also controversy. Um, so it's telling because really there is a big push to further the bat universe while the other movies flounder. Well, think about this. There are directors attached to bat movies only. Yeah. I believe Nightwing has a director attached. 
Yep. Uh, the Batman has a director attached. Correct. This now has a director attached. Uh, Gotham City Sirens has a director attached. I, I, am I, I am I incorrect think, on any yeah. of these? I believe there are there are. There Meanwhile, Flash there are three. There, directors. I don't know about Sirens. Is there a Sirens director? I don't know if there is. I thought. The, I are thought, you confusing? I feel like I read that there were directors attached, and the, these were well, the, the ones that were listed. Suicide Squad Two is trying to get Mel Gibson as director. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. I thought was like, well, that's perfect. Yeah, Good luck but there. Is, but is trying. Um, trying. But all of these have have est- really established ties and are really yeah. moving forward mm. at, at at lightning pace. But meanwhile, uh, the Flash has lost three Shazam directors. Shazam is kind of on its four. No, yeah. uh, Shazam I think is going to be the Shazam Black Adam thing is going to be the same. I think is going to be the same director. Yeah, but but there's still no Shazam. There's still no production date that we know of. Right. Okay. Well, that they've announced, and they're keeping things very very hush hush as we know because they want to make sure right. that they're way over here, away from everything. Sure. I'm not surprised they're worried about that. I think with the Rock in that movie, you know, the highest paid actor on the planet. I hear you. I think that that's going to happen. So right. yeah, I just think that's a I think that's a purposeful right. uh, tactic on the part of whoever's making that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, the controversy, just to address it super fast, it took about 10 minutes, I think. At first, it, everybody long? everybody was excited. Well, initially, everybody was excited. They were like, holy shit. Joss the Whedonites, Whedon. right. and people that know Joss Whedon, right. said, yes, awesome. All, immediately. And within 10 minutes, it, was, it, it already became an issue that Whedon was attached to the project. The, the problem with Whedon, here, here's my concern. The problem with Whedon is Whedon is a zero fucks given kind of guy. Yep. And I, if he gets enough stupid backlash he'll just walk from the project yeah i have no doubt that he would just be like you know what i just not worth the stress i don't need i don't need you telling me that i should be a female director i don't need you telling me that i only write women characters who need to go through torment and struggle and i'm not worthy to i don't need that i don't need it and i could just go and do my own films and be fine (laughs) because he still gets he still gets producer credits at everything marvel Yep. So he still has funds and all of that stuff from Marvel. He's not hurting to do oh, anything. There, there, any any work he does is is for his art and to be an artist and to and to produce art. Yeah. He has no no use for money for as long no. as he lives anymore. No. Never again. So so you so know my it, my concern yeah. is if the backlash is strong and the push is strong enough, he'll just fuck it. Fuck it. For his own away. for his own sanity, when he left Twitter the first time, he should have just stayed. He should have just it. stayed off of Stay, it. Uh, you Absolutely, know? that place is toxic anymore. Absolutely, it's like people that come back to Facebook just for burn season. Exactly. Marvel's just tough it out, you big babies. Marvel's new warriors got a series order. Uh, for free form, this is the same platform that's given us Cloak and Dagger, and of course, the big news regarding this is that Squirrel Squirrel Girl is confirmed to be part of the New Warrior series. That's big because Squirrel Girl is one of those beloved characters. She there is there's nobody I know that reads that there's nobody I know that reads Squirrel Girl that doesn't. There's like no middle road. It's everybody has super high praises for it. I've never read an issue, but I hear nothing but no great things about it. So, um, you know, I, I don't know. I'm still on the fence about how Freeform is going to work, how it's going to tie in to uh, the overall MCU. But, um, look, I'm okay. I'm okay with the idea behind the new Warriors. I'm okay behind the idea of Squirrel Girl. So, that's good. Um, I think I think we can, Sweet. I I think, think we can, take we can move now. on with, from there. Yeah, and do I the think we can take a break, yeah. We'll come back with a shit ton of project. Product. <laughs> project. Yeah, that too. <laughs> 
Ahoy hoy, welcome to Game Stuff. I'm your host, Coke Logic. <laughs> Mass Effect Andromeda is out now, and it's average at best. Even if the game wasn't riddled with bugs and glitches, the characters are still mediocre and the story is pretty bad. The publisher is Electronic Arts, who have the rights to Star Wars. So the developer, Bioware, shoveled Mass Effect off to the lower tier branch of their company, so the A-Team could work on something Star Wars related. So if the company really didn't care, why should you? Unless you're determined to play Mass Effect Andromeda, you're not missing much. <laughs> Persona 5 is a JRPG which everyone who plays JRPGs is excited for. But it's not all tits and dragons. It's actually high school kids that go to school, date during the day, and fight evil at night. It's weird as shit, and the art style is outrageous. Definitely Google Persona 5 to see what all the fuss is about. Or better yet, play Persona 5 for $60 exclusively on PlayStation 4. <laughs> and finally... Destiny 2 has officially been announced by Bungie, with a release date of September 8th and a beta test coming this summer. So pre-order today on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and now PC. This is Coke Logic signing off for GameStop. Build the Millennium Falcon. A one-to-one replica of the original Empire Strikes Back movie prop. Working lights and stunning interior detail. Complete with a moving ramp. Build the Millennium Falcon step by step with your comprehensive build guides, die cast metal, and highly detailed resin parts. Call now or go online to buildmillenniumfalcon.com and get started today. Hi, it's Rose McIver. You are listening to Geek Stuff. OG, the college years. Yeah, yeah man. No, now see, now I want to go back and watch that teaser again. Right? <laughs> it's, it was really funny. Um, uh, we had the ID during the break. We totally forgot to mention in segment one that uh, iZombie is back this week. Yes. Oh, that's who uh, that is. With the lovely uh, Rose McIver. Rose uh, McIver. Love that show. I already watched the season premiere. It was very good. Very, 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 very good. They're leading it to some very interesting kind of funny territory. So, uh so that should be really fun. Well, I hope they don't do any character development or anything slows down a little in the show because you know how people get about zombie nah, shows. They're season three and they're doing they're doing just fine. Doing just fine. Uh, of course, we had a game stuff during the break there. Thank you, Coke Logic, for that. Yes. And of course, our lovely sponsor. Yes. Build R2D2.com. Yes. So yes. you can check that out over there. Uh, from the people that brought you the incredibly fabulous buildmillenniumfalcon.com, it's buildr2d2.com. He's half scale. He does a lot of stuff, lights, actions, and things. I'm still waiting on the audio from that and, and some more bullet points. Yeah, man. I'm going to have to write that and find out what's going on. But I can tell you this. If the Falcon is any indication, this R2D2 will be one you will want to own. And you get to put them together. You pay for them a little bit at a time every month. The pieces come. You put them together. Eventually, you have this beautiful half-scale R2-D2. Lots of features, lights, and 
sounds and movements and modes and things. All those things. That we're hearing about. So, uh, yeah, definitely check that out. Go to buildr2d2.com. And there's a phone number. Uh, yeah, there sure is. <laughs> Uh, da, 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 That's going to be eight seven seven five four four six seven seven nine. Right. So check them out over there. Uh, Chat like reflexes. Build Millennium. No, build rtd Yeah. All right. Let's move on. We got some uh, pretty good product. But before we move on, uh, <laughs> we didn't Ooh, give God out bless the, me. the GVM line at the top of the show. Oh, we did not. That's two zero one seven three zero BKGS. It's 201-730-2547. His Waterloo. Uh, also, very quickly, May 6th is Geek Flea. Yes. So if you're local, come check it out. Hang hang with us. Get some empanadas. Enjoy them. They're delicious. And they are. Yummy. It's worth the whole Geek Flea experience. It is. In my opinion. It is. What do you got there, OJ? All right. So what I have here is the new uh, Loot Crate slash QMX um, cargo crate box. Uh-huh. This is the box based on the uh, properties uh, Seren- Serenity and, and and Firefly. Take my love, take my land, take me where I cannot stand. I don't care, I'm still free. You can take the sky from me. Take me out. Very nice. This box is sad. Why this box it? makes this box makes me sad. Why? What? Because it's. But the, you've loved all the boxes. Oh, oh, oh! I love the box. Oh, oh, oh! But the theme of the box is sad because it's the Ron Glass box. Oh, oh! It's the Shepherd book. So uh, it's, it's like a little coffin box. Yeah, kind of, <laughs> kind of. Um, but no, the box the box is great as uh what? as because Shepherd book is dead. I know are. he's dead and and he's dead. And he, dead. And he's not he's, coming yeah. back. <laughs> he's um, he is. Uh, yeah, he's super dead. So before we get to the, the themed stuff in the box, um, uh, every box so far has come with a pin, um, and they're all really nice. Right? This is the going to that special hell. Right. <laughs> there you go. Is, uh, this month's <laughs> pin. So uh, they're, pin fa- that, they're fantastic. Uh, pin that right on yourself, PK. Yep. Right, that's right a on there. dead center on the chest for me right there. Thanks, man. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Also, uh, this is the first figure, I think. Oh, no, actually, it's the second figure, I think, in Cubits. Oh, the Cubits. Uh, series 2, the, oh. the Serenity Firefly Cubits Series 2. Um, so these are blind packaged. You don't know what you're going to get. The problem with these is that these have only been available in the crate so far right. and nowhere else. And so I am missing some, and that makes me angry. Uh, uh, so QMX, uh, you keep saying you're going to release these uh, by themselves. Uh-huh. Uh, you might want to get on that. I'm saying Series 2 is out now in the crates. Uh, let's put out Series 1. Just so I can fill in the holes. I, think, I mean, if they just even if they just sold them on their website or something, I think it would do. Uh, well. But that being said, the cubit that I got is Badger. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so uh, That's yeah, great. Yeah. Didn't we interview him at like New York Comic Con one year? We did. Yes. So I remember I had to go home and bring back my book to get signed by, by right him, and yeah. his father as well yes his yes. father's also a great character actor last thing i remember him doing was he was in star trek the right. reboot he was like the head of the klingon council not klingon mm. vulcan council or something but uh, yeah mark guys. uh mark shepherd shepherd mark shepherd played badger one of my favorite characters from the series and I his like dad that. Mr. Shepard. Mr. Shepard. All right. So the next thing that came out in the box, um, which I think is fantastic, by the by, is a um, is a pocket watch with Serenity Ooh. on it. Whoop. Um, 
Oh wow! This already says PK's pocket watch. Yeah, no, no, but but it doesn't. But it doesn't. It probably goes very well with OG's steampunk album. That's probably exactly where with the chain and everything that is that is really really nice. I'm telling you, man, this box continues to be the best subscription box that I get Uh as far as bang for your buck. That um, is really yeah. something. Wait, do, you, do you not know how to open one of those? Oh, no. They, no there's they, a little clip got thing. a protector You thing. can actually pop that out. Yeah, yeah, no, pop it out. Right. I, I popped it out and took a look. Okay. Uh, oop, all right. That's popped out. We're going to pop open a thing here. And, oh, wow. Yeah, it's really nice on That's the a very too. nice, ornate uh, inside there. It looks like... Is it a functioning watch? Is it there? is. Oh, wow. There are signs of the Zodiac in the yep. center, it appears, around, uh, and it has a uh, the uh, the show logo in the center of that, and it's a very ornate... Uh... Right into OG's... Wow. Uh, a steampunk wow. outfit box. That is very, very nice. That is really... I would buy that on its own. I was going to say, that's almost worth the price of admission. Yeah, it's, it's ticking away. It is a nice, fully functioning. Now oh, that's um, the only thing I didn't. Ch- so, did you wind that, or I did not wind so it. It's so it's a battery-operated uh, pocket you, watch. We're looking you at. You know what? It doesn't say in here. Um, I didn't try to well, wind it or not. If it was already, if it was already running, oh when you yeah, opened it must up, be battery-operated. Yeah, yeah, that's the case there. Uh, okay, I get it, but uh, I'm, I'm a pocket watch traditionalist. I know. Stickler, I, I stickler, like, so don't I go like by it. me on that. <laughs> I, I no, for, that's a great There's a catharsis watch. to winding a pocket watch for me. No, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I, I concur. All of my other pocket watches wind. Yeah. But you know what? But it's still, it's gorgeous. But, but, but bang for your buck, you know, winding pocket watches have a tendency to be a bit more pricey. Yeah. I get why it wouldn't be winding yep. in the box. Yep, yep, yep. All right. Not to mention the fact that, I mean, I, get, I would guess on the show it wouldn't be a winder either. Uh, yeah, it would have been on the show. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess it could have been battery operated. Yeah, that's what I would think. Or or something operated. Yeah. All right. Uh, next up in the box is the um, is the maquette, the Mini Masters. Yes. Shepherd book maquette. Really, really well done. So they, they, I'm a little confused by their takes on the the new the Mini Masters, which are the the, the new little damn heroes. Uh, a number of them they've they've kind of recreated. The pose from the first cutesy run of the little damn heroes. Yeah, I think and they, that's coincidence. They have skipped that on a on a couple. Uh, like Jane is posed entirely differently. I, no, maybe not. No, uh, I don't remember. But I know they've they've shifted from that for some of the figures. But uh, but a lot of them seem to reflect the uh, the pose from the original. I think one. that's coincidence. So coincidence. To be honest, honest with you, like Kaylee was spot on, but it's her with the parasol. It's way too iconic to not use that pose almost. Right. Um, but I mean, it's very clearly a recreation of that pose in a more realistic figure. Yeah, yeah. And same now with book with the arms behind the back. That's that's very distinctly his pose from his right. uh, his original little damn hero. I just think um, so. Uh, I'm just I'm curious what what made them change for some of those other figures. I, I can't I think it might have been Jane. I don't know. Who else have they put out? There's been Jane. There's been Zoe, who we haven't seen as a uh, little damn hero yet. Uh, uh, but Mal. Jane's pose is Jane's Mal. pose in the new one. He's got the gun kind of on yeah. his hip and pointed up. Yeah. The other one he's got a, across his chest in the small um, one. They did a saffron mini master um but there was no little damn hero of saffron right and have have they hit mal yet or no mal was the f- first no they uh kaylee was no first? kaylee was first they haven't hit mal yet that, i don't think they hit mal oh, yet yeah. really no i no I'm surprised it was, it was, oh wash uh, wash is one wash too isn't he wash yeah. is he in the same pose with the holding the two uh, uh the two dinosaurs coming from he him is, and laughing, he's, in a, he's in a different outfit for the mini masters figure he's in the jumpsuit with the vest right as I opposed to the hawaiian shirt uh, and what about the pozo? Is it that same kind of like I'm playing with my figure? Yeah, pose it is. Because yeah, okay. I could actually it's see the, one, the other one behind it's the one it. in Studio Q. Yeah. It's, it's uh, on display. I'm not right wearing my glasses, there, but so. I can vaguely see it. I wonder why they diverted. I'm, I'm, that's a curious yeah. question. It's the blurry one in the yeah. suit in the uh, jumpsuit. Uh, 
In, in addition to all of that, Thank we you. also get the <laughs> Southdown Abbey uh, sticker. So every box comes with a sticker that's also themed with the box. Southdown Abbey? Yep. Yeah, that's they, pretty funny. They have, um, they have uh, a series of planetary cards that they've been releasing with each box as well. Mm-hmm. So this is uh, Haven in the Blue Sun System is the name of the planet. Um so that's kind of interesting. Those are kind of cool. I like those. They have like they're like trading cards with like oh, bits yeah. and pieces oh, nice. in the back. Yeah. Oh nice. You oh, get like trading cards too. Like the the back is kind of yeah. brownish, grayish. <laughs> oh sorry. <laughs> um, we also got a reprint with an exclusive cover of um, the Shepherd's Tale, which was the graphic novel they put out that went into oh, Shepherd's wow. backstory, yep. which is actually a really good story. It talks about oh, him being in the military man. with the Alliance, and it's 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 a, it's a it was a good story. If you've never read it, it really clarifies a lot of stuff. Every, that cover, Shepherd. Wow. His this, face I on know. the cover really breaks my heart. What else oh, is? Uh, Ron, do I miss you? What else is in the box? And then uh, there's the Signal, which is the monthly magazine, which has right. just a bunch of stuff in general. It has some stuff about Ron Glass and uh, uh, whatnot. It's great. And then there's a T-shirt in the box every month as well. What's the T-shirt? Uh, this month's T-shirt. It is the so the logo. It's it's a little bit awkward, but it's oh, is that it's, on the arm. It's on the oh, arm. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. Oh, that's oh, wow. cool. But it's the enjoy. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, nice. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. Every box in this series has been great. It's uh, value alone. I think it's the best box this, I get. Uh, you know how you this can T-shirt tell... will go great with my nice new pocket watch. You know and, how <laughs> and, and shiny pin. Do you know how? You know how you can tell that this is a great box by OG's description of it. Do you know how you can tell it's a great box? Uh, because he's not talking about what parts of the box that he's going to sell. <laughs> Good, yeah. yeah. Oh, nope. Right away, because he's keeping everything the, in that. I've kept that everything in every box so far. You know, I know. Sometimes when I make a crack about like, yeah. oh, that's that's going to to, yeah. to PK, and and sometimes th- that joke comes, and there's a like, well, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. But yeah. it's never a yes. There, there was the immediate nope. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> hand that back, sucker. Sorry, not so, happening. Uh, now, are are you uh, are you looking forward? To uh, the next crate, and who is who is the star of the next crate? Um, I don't know if we've teased the next crate, but it might. It's that time oh, of the sorry, OG. Cool. I'm cool. sorry to interrupt you, OG. That, of course, is our D&D intro music. Geekstuff's D&D update. OG, I'm sorry to interrupt you. The D&D <laughs> You're never sorry has to just come in. I, this just in. Uh, Tales from the Yawning Portal, the it's latest sitting book. Sitting on your desk the whole time. <laughs> Just in my foot. <laughs> what? What are you talking about? This just in. OG. Tales from the Yawning Portal, the latest book from uh, Dungeons and Dragons. You can check out DungeonsandDragons.com. It's all spelled out long. Mm-hmm. Uh, from our buddies and pals over at Wizards of the Coast. Yep. So why should you care? Well, uh, this features seven adventures and deadly dungeons in total. Now. Let me let me interrupt you by saying this is possibly, and I know that PK might agree with me on this to an extent. This is possibly the best D and D book in fifth edition so far, uh, from an expansion and adventuring standpoint. Certainly, absolutely, it's, it, there is. It is for the for the D and D nostalgic people oh have been playing for a while. You, there's a lot of familiarity in there, and you and it's it is it is a it is a trip down memory lane. This is seven. Uh, 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 formerly moduled adventures. Yep. Seven. Uh, most of which are from AD&D. I'm going to read them for you in a moment. Yes, please do. Uh, against the Giants, 
Dead and Thay. <laughs> I think Dead and Thay is from D and D three point five. Okay, but I think the rest of them are all AD and D. Forge of Fury. Uh-huh. Hidden Shrine of Tamoa Chan. Tamoa Chan. Uh, the Sunless Citadel. Sunless Citadel was. Uh, wasn't that um, it was Dark Sun? Isn't it? That was Forgotten Realms, or wasn't for- it? Was it? I think so. Okay. Um, because I remember some of the Citadel I thought had to do with the Drow. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that all Forgotten Realms? I don't remember. Um, Tomb of Horrors and White Plume Mountain. And of course, anyone that's played AD and D, if you've never heard of Tomb of Horrors, you never played D and D. Tomb of Horrors, quite possibly the most broken module of all time. <laughs> Like, it is so... The original one is near impossible for the character levels as described. Mm. Uh, I am overjoyed, overjoyed by this book. It's a great book. Uh, and it, I like the concept behind the book. So, yeah. so Tales from the Tales from the Yearning Portal. Yearning Portal is, is, a, is, a, is a watering hole. Yeah. yeah. It's a bar. And, and so the book is presented to you as these are some of the stories that the barkeep... Dernan yeah. has heard, yeah. and he's regaling you with these tales, and then it allows you, obviously, to play through right. them. With, right. With, so with, we yeah. obviously know what the flaw is going right out of the gate. Yeah. Uh, that OG thinks this should have been called of course. Tales from the Shady Dragon. Why would you not use the Shady Dragon in <laughs> Wizards of the Coast? Why? I'm just saying. Why? I agree with you. I love you, but why? I'm just saying... I, I'm totally with you. It I is love, beloved. I love the guy right on the cover. Looks he like, could have been from the Shady Dragon Inn. Totally, absolutely, or or from Westworld. But as <laughs> I think he, pointed out, I think he's an NPC from Westworld. I, he I'm, looks I'm, great either way. So you have seven full and complete for, what was formerly known as modules in here, and they're amazing. They're they are. updated. They have all new stats. They have all new. I'm trying to show. I'm trying to show PK and OG. I, I mine arrived yesterday. I've, oh, I've, oh, so I've you've had a chance. It's, yeah, it's I've, tremendous. I've, I've, yeah. I've looked. OG. I've looked. Yeah. The full color maps. Uh, all the kind of all the updates. things you come to expect. Yeah, and for look at that. Look at yeah. that. Amazing. They re- amazing I, details. I'm impressed more and more with every release that is put out in, in the official. Yeah, canon of these new fifth edition D and D books. Every one is a, every single one is a gem. Yeah, every single one of them. Absolutely. Uh, you may not get them all. You may not want to play Rise of Tiamat. You may not want to play Curse of Strahd. Right. But, but I, 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 just from a collecting standpoint, yeah. I have been relishing. I pre-order the hell out of these things, and and I I've been enjoying collecting them, and I have everything up to this point so I, far, and they're fun to just even leaf through. I don't have an I have one active game going, not in any of these worlds. Right, right. So I really, my only book I need for that is my players. Well, manual. I, I mean, I mean, um, what's great about this is I, I would love to do two Maharas now. God. You know, oh as God. as an adult, I know I know OG didn't. Do you, play do you think it until they fixed Maharas to make it a little uh, less? I hope they daunting. Didn't. I hope they didn't fix it. <laughs> Maybe they tweak it a little bit, but I hope they didn't fix it because it was crazy back in the day. Impossible. Uh, it, check not, it out. Not it's possible. Two hundred and fifty of two hundred forty-eight, roughly. Uh, full color pages, full of adventures, information, uh, all kinds of stats, characters. Uh, Monsters, other things uh, from your glorious past. Yes. I don't know anything about Dead and Day. I think that's 3.5. Okay. I'm pretty sure that's 3.5. Um, books are going to run you forty nine ninety five. So before you balk, how much was a module back in the day? 12 bucks? At least, yeah. So 12 times 7. Is more than forty nine. Is more than forty nine ninety five, And it didn't have great full color maps and all kinds of 
updated information in it. And and durability. Durability. I don't know, I don't know that's something we've ever touched on with any of these books, but I I, I beat the ever-loving hell out yeah, of my books. I, and these things are they really, really stand up. I, they're they're solid. I have strong in, prints in my personal collection now three copies of uh, Shady Dragon Inn. <laughs> because <laughs> I'm afraid at some point it's got all the printing one will just perish yep. and cease to exist you because it was it was cardboard I know I I have it I, I have it. Okay. it it's cardboard and they were they had the cardboard covers and yeah. you know and a lot of them the cover pulled off a lot of the modules the cover pulled off oh, cuz that's yeah. where the map was yeah and that's a shady dragon yeah, in that's the exactly map the on the shady inside they were just stapled pamphlets yeah, really yeah exactly and the bit on the inside of the shady dragon it was like a brief description and then 40 pages of NPCs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like of every class and race <laughs> and so on and so forth. The table they were sitting at, what yeah. they were eating, uh-huh. what yeah. their last meal was going to be. Great stuff. Great, Great stuff. stuff. Stats and for the door. In the, in the, so I can tie it together. So in the tradition of the Shady Dragon yes. Inn, check out... Tales from the Yawning Portal. What a great idea uh, uh, to get your D&D game going on a classic track. As soon as I get my copy in, I'm going to just Sharpie out Tales from the Yawning Portal. <laughs> you I'm are? Just, I'm going to just write in Shady Dragon in. That's it. <laughs> just get like a sticker. That's it. Like there a bumper sticker size and just redo and I'm, it. And I'm just going gonna, gonna to just stick the original map right in the middle there. You know You know what you could do, OG? I can you probably could... Photoshop that for no, you, actually. No, I was about to say. You know what you could do is you could probably find just the original art for this <laughs> yeah. without the wording on it and then put your own title That's on it. it. Create like a sticker for the whole front. And there you go. Sticker. It. That's what I'm doing. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. If OG does do that, <laughs> you will hear about it here on Big Kev's Geek Stuff. It's D and D. Warriors that terrify. It's D and D. Oof. That well, was, uh, that was a. Uh, that was a. Uh, we haven't. Is there anything else? No, we've blown through. All no, the, we're uh, done. All the oh, there's there. tons of stuff, but OG is like, I'm done. I'm, I'm done. Spent. <laughs> I'm spent. I'm done. I'm, I'm. I'm dealing with emotional trauma from the loss of Ron Glass. Oh. I'm dealing with emotional trauma just and the loss just, of the Shady Dragon Inn. About the Shady Dragon Inn. I, I gotta go. I gotta. I gotta. T- I need a drink. Jeez, <laughs> oh, it's, it's it's a rough. It's rough. That bad. It's been a rough episode. I think you're sweating. You're sweating over uh, there. A little bit. A little bit. Don't forget, you can check us out online each and every week over at bkgeekstuff.com. Of course, you can find us on YouTube, youtube.com backslash bkgeekstuff, and facebook.com backslash bkgeekstuff. Also, you can give us a call over at the GVM line. 201-730-BKGS. 201-730-2547. Stop it. <laughs> Don't forget, if you'd like to find us on the social bull media, I am GeekStuffOG on Twitter, Instagram. I guess I'm back on Snapchat because I don't know why. And uh, PlayStation Network, I'm also over there. So find me in any of those places if you'd like. I am Big Kev GS on the Superior Xbox Network and BK Geek Stuff on... Um, uh, um, Twitter and Instagram. Twitter and Instagram. That's it. And don't forget to check out our Facebook page. Yes. And definitely follow us. Talk about stuff that we're putting up there and so on. Lovely. And uh, find me at K Robert Marlowe uh, uh, on the uh, Twitter and uh, Instagrams. There you go. 
And uh, again, uh, May 6th, Geek Flea is yeah. coming around. So that is also local, free comic book day. It is also free comic book yeah. day. We have some of our some of our regular friends are going to be there. Some new faces are going to be there. Uh, definitely worth checking out. If, Absolutely. Uh, if if only for the area. empanadas. If that's uh, the only reason. And you know. if you're five minutes late for them. There, there, are no, no there are no empanadas. There, there'll be empanadas at our, at table. our table for three times what they That's cost it. us, but and they'll sell. That's yeah. it. And look for me this Sunday, April 9th, at the Penguin Live Expo down in Clark, at the Holiday Inn in Clark, New Jersey. Nice. Uh, it's the Penguin Live Magic Expo. Very limited tickets left, like something to the tune of less than 10. Oh, wow. So okay. if you want in on this, uh, get over to uh, penguinmagic.com. That's penguinmagic.com. And look up their uh, Penguin Live Expo. It's the Newark site. They're calling it the Newark site, but it is in Clark, New Jersey. And uh, I hope uh, hope to spot you. Newark, cool. Clark, whatever. Yeah, it's, it's all the same. <laughs> Close enough for government work. Eh. And uh, with all of that being said. Well, yes. Oh, no, I, just, I, wanna, I just want to mention Tell a Friend. Uh, yes. Coming at the end of the month, beginning of May. May is Tell a Friend month. Uh, so you can get ahead now by starting to tell people about Big Kev's Geek Stuff. This is our big push for new listeners as we uh, enter our 11th year sure. and we surpass 450 episodes. Hey, you know people that listen. I found out I found out a half a dozen of my friends did not know that I did a podcast 11 <laughs> years later. <laughs> so 11 years. So there wow. You go. Six people. So there it is. That means you know people who aren't listening and you can get them to listen. And that's kind of where we go with that. And now, OG. And with that all being said, Big Cap. Yes, OG, we will bring this episode, episode 448, the one we call 11, which is a lot of numbers, to a close the way we end some episodes by saying, troll the respawn, Jeremy. And on that note, we cue the music. Roads go ever, ever on Over rock and under tree By caves where never sun has shone By streams that never find the sea Roads go ever, ever on under cloud and under star Yet feet that wandering have gone Will turn at last to home afar Over snow by winter sown And through the merry flowers of June over grass and over stone Under the mountains in the moon Roads go ever, ever on Over rock and under tree By caves where never sun has shone by streams that never find the sea.